Welcome to Nothing But 30. This show is hosted by Rachel, Chloe, Nancy, and Sarah. Four Asian girls ready to explore the world. As a human being, it is inevitable that we encounter failures in our lifetime. Anywhere from forgetting your move on your first dance competition, to failing an exam, to even losing a job. The most important part, however, is to never give up and fight until the end. What we learn from these countless setbacks will eventually guide us to our ultimate goals. In today's episode, Sarah and Chloe will discuss the biggest obstacles of becoming a CPA and how they managed to overcome them. To some of our audience, I don't think they understand what CFE is. Chloe, can you briefly describe what it is? Yeah, so CFE stands for Common Final Examinations for CPA, Certified Public Accountant. This is for a final professional exam, exam for Canadian CPA. So Canadian CPA normally takes about like two or three years, depending on a people to get their CPA designations and then it is the one of the most hardest exam in world some people say it because it is actually a three days exam where you need to write the exam for a whole day like four to five hours it is very tough exam and then this is the last step of your entire CPA program so if you fail it it is pretty big thing in your professional degree of professional life and if you pass it again it's the other side is amazing yeah so that exam is actually really really tough as I go through the same process Sarah actually um, we went through this whole preparation period together how did you feel throughout this whole process yeah so like As you mentioned before, Nancy, we did study together. We studied with another person. Usually what happens is you get into a group of three to four people. And then every day you would take mock exams at the same time, like from nine to five or something like that. You would take three mock exams. It's very structured. And you do this for a period of like one and a half months. And you have your group in order to keep everyone accountable. Crazy because like we would mark each other's exams and then do the debriefs and stuff like that. And we would do that for every day for one and a half months. On the three-day exam day, it's about five hours. It's brutal because you have to take advantage of uh, every small moment of the five hours um, because you're trying to write as much as possible. I particularly would time my bathroom breaks and the amount of water I intake. And during that five hours, like you have to, you know, time how much you eat. So the whole entire process is, from my experience, pretty brutal and definitely one of the hardest things I had to go through especially because you have so many people taking it with you at the same time and, you know, finding out your results at the same time. And they're just like a lot of pressure in that aspect. Yeah. I mean, the whole preparation, I think it was a month and a half, right? It was like a nonstop preparation for a month and a half. Every day from nine o'clock to five, you wrote the exam and you went back home and then you study again. And then they told you that you cannot, you shouldn't 
study during the weekend, but who can stop studying? You just go through. And then the three days was brutal too. Like I remember that we were allowed to even bring food into the exam, but nobody has time to really eat it. Like the whole entire five hours, all you can hear is just people typing on their keyboard. I think that's what kind of affected me during the exam too, is when I hear people typing on the keyboard really fast and I'm like they're starting to type I should be typing too and then you try to like see how much they're typing you're like okay I should be going faster too (laughs) and stuff like that definitely one of the hardest things had to go through I mean after going through this whole one and a half months of preparation whole three whole days of examination and then I think it was probably two months of waiting for your result I can't really understand or feeling how you felt when you found out that you actually didn't pass the exam. So like, what, how did you feel like the moment that you found out that you failed? I think it was like a lot of anticipation. Um, And how our company did it was really weird. It's like the night before the results come out, you had this party hosted for you. Like it's like night before a CP results party. And then you go to the party and then some people would get so drunk that they will pass out and then like not be able to wake up the next morning to check. I think it's like a coping mechanism because you, you have so much anxiety And then everyone there is kind of like kind of congratulating you. But like you don't know if you passed or not. It's like you just have so much anxiety. I remember, especially for me, the the results come out, I think, 8 a.m. sharp. And then like you log into a website. And like at that time, everyone's student number gets posted. You do a control find on your student number. So it was 8 o'clock. I didn't sleep all night. I think I was watching Harry Potter too, just to (laughs) ease my anxiety. And then when 8 o'clock came, logged in, did a control find on my student number. You know, you press enter, right? And nothing comes up. And you're just like, your heart drops a little bit. But at the same time, you're just like, okay, maybe I inputted the number wrong. And then you double check your number. You do your control find again. You press enter again and still nothing comes up. Your heart just sinks. And then like, I don't know why, tears just start pouring out. And then I start crying hysterically. I don't remember if I went to my parents or not. Maybe I was too ashamed or something like that I don't I don't like it was a blur of how I reacted after I just remember I cried a lot it's crazy because on that day if you pass the exam you get to celebrate with everybody else they throw you a huge party on the one of the floors and then you get champagne and everyone celebrates you but if you don't pass you don't get to go and you just sit at home sulk by yourself cry And I think what's really bad is, at least for me, is that everyone knows that you failed because they actually post the names of people who passed. And if your name is not on the list, obviously you failed. So about like 10 o'clock, 10 a.m., I believe, I start getting messages from like people, managers. They text you and then they're like, oh, Sarah, it's okay. You're still smart. And at that time, you're just like, oh, no, like whatever they say do not matter to you anymore you're just like at the very bottom of this black hole while everyone else is celebrating you just feel so bad for yourself you're just like very sad you're such a good student before i bet like you just never failed at anything this is not something that you experienced before the only thing that i failed ever in my entire life is my 
driver's exam. That was about any examination that I failed. I think that was like one of the things that really struck me is someone said that 75 of the people passed the common examination, which is like pretty large percentage if you think about it. But someone said that if you walk into an exam room, look around you and you're like, you must be smarter than 75. 5% of those people in this room. And I believe that. I'm a smart cookie. I walked into that exam room and thought I was smarter than 75% of the people in that room. So I thought, there's definitely, there's no way in hell I failed this thing. But the day came and you just like doubt yourself. And I think that experience definitely put down my self-esteem because I never failed anything before. Nothing was as big as this before. Like if you fail at one exam, it's not a big deal. But at the time I felt that my entire career, my have been down the drain even though that's like a total exaggeration i I kind of remember the exam moment i think it was our tax professor that said it he said how to boost up your confidence you go into a room you're dumb you're dumb you're dumber than me i think i'm gonna pass (laughs) (laughs) yeah that i think that was it that is i definitely listened to our tax professor i thought he was really wise person but apparently everyone else was looking at me and said you're dumb i think the moment that you found out was just probably a mix of feeling you don't even know how to describe you're sad you're scared you feel so bad about yourself you don't uncertain about the future just like million things that go through your mind like does kind of this i guess negative thought patterns like continue over time or do you feel a bit better like you know after like a week or months how does your feeling evolve kind of over time what's bad is that on monday you have to go back to work and you know that everyone knows that you failed. I think for me at the time, it's like, what are my managers thinking about me professionally now? Do they think that I suck at my job now because I failed this exam? And then the uh, people who are lower than you, your associates and stuff, do they do they also respect you less because you failed something that everyone else has passed? So that feeling probably persisted for a while, but like no one ever talked to me directly about it. No one's, oh, this won't affect your work and stuff. Everyone just didn't talk about how you failed because it's it's kind of an uncomfortable thing to bring up. The moment that I kind of moved on from this is when I had to restudy during the next round because like you just have to drop your feelings and kind of move on essentially because you have to think, okay, I need to think about what I need to do next in order to pass it the second time. Like you can't think about, what you did wrong before you shouldn't let that prevent you from keep keep on going and study harder in the next round i was just i think the whole time i was just like i don't know if i can do this again i don't know how (laughs) you guys do it the studying period was such a struggle for me that like i think i had like anxieties for like the entire two months i had to take like melatonin to help me sleep (laughs) because i literally i think i probably was dreaming about some accounting or tax issues i'm just like don't know how you guys went through this whole thing. And then I think the moment I kind of learned about it, especially because we studied together, I couldn't believe that you didn't pass because I marked your case before. I was like, you wrote so much better than I did. It's like a disbelief for me too. And then as a friend on the side, you don't know what to say to make you feel better. Probably like nothing I say will make you feel better. And then you kind of get scared about what you're going to say. So you just kind of 
Yeah, I I can tell that you didn't really want to say things to me that can like upset me or whatever. Like the next day when like we celebrated because you weren't there, right? And then I didn't even think I had a good time. I'm just like, oh, it'd be better if you're Aww. here too. That's life. What can you do? I guess it was feeling was difficult for everybody. Did you feel the same as Sarah, Chloe, or you kind of felt a little bit different in some other ways? I think Sarah can explain it exactly how I felt. Like, but the only thing difference is when I find out I fail, I just pick up my phone and I call Sarah. Cause Sarah wrote one year earlier than me. I honestly did not know what to do as soon as I found out that I fail. Like seriously, my heart drops. Like Sarah said, and then I just pick up the phone and then I told Sarah, "Hey, Sarah, I fail." And Sarah's like, "It's okay." That kind of made me a little bit feel better because I know who to reach out to, right? Like, like Sarah's smart cookie. Like Sarah said, and then she fails. So it okay, I fail. It doesn't mean that I'm really stupid. It just maybe the exam. I'm not really good at it. It just kind of sucks that I have to restudy. Like Nancy said, it is a brutal exam, and then especially when you are studying, like oh my gosh, it is very stressful too. So I honestly think that, like Sarah said, it's all in your head. But I was really doubting myself as a professional too, because like I mentioned, it is CFE is the last exam when your professional life. That's like the last moment. The once you pass exam, and then everyone's gonna call you. Oh my gosh, you're a professional accountant. You're certified. And then the fact that you failed the last exam to become a CPA, I thought maybe I'm not good enough to become a CPA. Maybe I'm not a really good accountant. Sarah mentioned it. Is I started to question about my ability to do a jobs, even though it doesn't really matter whether you have a CPA or not to do our job. As time passed, I felt. Better and then it kind of helps the fact that we were at the firm because as soon as we finished the exam, it was Christmas. Our busy time started right when you're、mm-hmm. busy. You think about it after your busy time's done, then you start to think about what I'm gonna do next in order to pass the exam. I restudied. Ironically, when I restudied, I felt a lot better, less. Anxious than the previous time. Maybe this is the second time. And then the, what Sarah told me helped too. Actually, Sarah told me that when you rewrite it, your passing rate is a much higher. Whenever I doubted myself, Sarah was like, "Chloe, when you rewrite it, you're gonna pass for sure." Second、yeah. time is ninety nine percent pass rate. Definitely help. Exactly. There's like you are not gonna be a one percent. Don't worry this time. <laughs> so I think it definitely helped that the people around me. Experienced exactly same thing that I did after I wrote second time. I think the worst feeling is waiting for my result for the second time. I think that feeling was I still felt anxiety that how I felt the second time, especially during the time that I was waiting for my result because I almost quit my job because I felt like I'm not gonna pass. Really. Yeah, even second time, the first time maybe is because everyone said that you're gonna pass, so I just had a confidence myself that I'm gonna pass. But the second time, even though when I was studying, I felt a lot better. Waiting moment, I felt a lot more anxious. I felt like I was in a borderline of getting a depression or something because there are a lot of times that I just cried randomly while during the waiting moments. I was with my boyfriend, and then all of a sudden I just started to cry, and my boyfriend. 
friend's like, are you okay? <laughs> and then I had to go see a therapist because once I started to think about negative thoughts, like what if I'm not going to pass this time? Do I even have a chance to write it again? When I write it again, and then what if I don't pass? Then it means that you have to go to square one and then you have to write all the exam to get to the point to write a final exam. All those like negative thoughts start to come up. It's a cycle, negative cycles. Mm-hmm. The moment that I found out that I passed, I was really happy. Yeah. yeah, I remember like during the celebration, like you like cried and you're so happy. We like all cried together. You guys know how I felt, especially the waiting moments. I was even exploring the option to get another job because I felt like I think I was scared to face the second time failure. Were you afraid that of what other people might think if you fail the oh. second time? Yeah, I think if you fail the first time, that people's gonna be like, oh, okay, maybe first time. But if you fail it again, I don't know how I'm gonna deal with the people's perspectives mm-hmm. about, oh, this girl, she wrote it again, and then she failed. I think that's what's so difficult about the CFE also is you're writing with the people that started with you. That's like 70 people. And then you're going to compare it against those 70 people. If they pass, you definitely feel terrible about yourself. Like on the contrary, when I was writing the CFA, like you're just studying by yourself. At the end of it, I didn't really care whether I passed or failed. And I think I have that kind of mindset where I just didn't care because no one would know if I did. You know, like no one would know if I pass or fail. So like, and it doesn't really have like an effect on my professional career. So it was just a lot less pressure. And I feel like maybe I did fail the first time because of the amount of pressure that goes into that exam and you just kind of blank out and miss the simplest things. Yeah. So it sounds like, I mean, obviously failing an exam sucks, but it just sounds like from both of your experience that the most difficult part is more so your self-doubt and then decreasing self-esteem, other, how other people think of you. Would you say those would be like the most difficult part? Yeah, at least for that exam, that's how I think the difficulty comes in. To me, what others think of you is definitely the part that I'm more anxious about. It's not a good mindset to have, obviously. And looking back on it, it wasn't as big of a deal as I thought it was at the time. Because obviously, you can just re write it and you pass and then you're not behind now I look back on it like I was still with the firm by the time I passed the second time so like it really didn't really affect my professional development part that did have a bigger impact on me is self-doubt and what other people perceived you what about you Chloe exactly same thing what other people perceived me maybe because I wrote my exam when everyone else wrote Typically in Canada, everyone just write their exam after their second year of firm life. And then that's when you are writing first time. You wrote it and then you get promoted as a senior associate. And then you do a business season and a lot of people leave after one business season of a senior. I felt like the fact that I failed, that kind of made me feel like, oh, maybe I'm going to be behind. Even if I want to leave the firm after this business season, I cannot because... 
I don't have my CPA. I was worried about what other people perceive, but at the same time, I felt like I'm behind. I look at other people; they start to think about, "Oh, now I have a CPA degree. I can explore my career option. Let me do a consulting. Let me do investment banking, and etc." Look at me, and I'm like, "Okay, freak! I gotta re-study, and then I gotta study again." It kind of puts me one year behind. In hindsight, at that time, that's how I felt. But now I think about it, maybe one year is not a bad thing. Even if you might feel like you're one year behind, but life is marathon. That's what everyone told me at that time. It's not gonna hurt you, even if you stayed another year at the firm. And then look at me, I'm still at the firm, so it didn't really matter at that time. I mean, I'm the other people. I can honestly tell you guys. First of all, to me, filling exam, I wouldn't think you. As professionally incompetent at all. I mean, exam is an exam. When you go through your student career, you will do bad on some of the exams and do better on some other exams. Like some of it is okay. Maybe I didn't prepare enough, but a lot of time is luck too. Especially in this setting, our exam is all about writing. So I do feel like the exam marker kind of plays a huge role on whether they think you did the answers right or wrong. The whole process. I mean, all I feel I was like, I really wish you guys passed next time. Never thought about other things. I think a lot of times that we feel like other people will think us as not smart or something like that is all just in our head. Like I don't think anybody. Would think like that. I guess unless you fail like ten times or something, maybe you should think about another <laughs> career. It just happens, right? I just wish you guys didn't think that much in your thoughts because it really kind of put down your spirit a lot and affect your daily life. I just had a conversation with the girl who failed this year. I gave her exactly same advice that, or even same topic that we're just discussing right now. Of course, she felt devastated at that point, but I told her honestly, life is marathon. This is not gonna hurt your life anyway, nor like professional life at all. I hope she feels better. So now the fill of the exam already passed for two years. You guys feel a lot better now. I guess looking back, what would you tell yourself? Self to do or to think at the time to make yourself feel better, and I'm sure there's a lot of audience out there that are going through the same thing. What's the one advice you would give them? I think that better to my coworker who just failed exam. Life is marathon. I know that's like everyone say that's cliche, but I think that is so true to the point that everyone say is. Even if you fail something at that moment, looking back, you're gonna feel like that was nothing. Given the fact that you fail, you kind of build up your personality to get over that failure. Everything happens for a reason in your life. So the fact that you fail, it means that life universe is telling you something. You'll get over it with that personality that you build on. You're gonna conquer our greater things. If I look back and if I can talk to my old self, I want to be like, "Hey, Sarah, right now you might be feeling like the bottom of a black hole, but the good thing about hitting rock bottom is that there is nowhere to go but up. So just try to dig yourself out of the hole, and just know that if you try to go through life without failing at anything, it's kind of like you're not living at all. That thing is just like you know, a little blip in your life. You're you're gonna be fine." Thank you for listening to this episode of Nothing But Thirty. Hopefully, you feel a little better as everyone goes through the same process when they fail. In the moment, you might feel defeated, feel sad, feel hopeless, and think every day is a torture. 
and success can never come. But remember, life is a marathon. Like Samuel Beckett once said, "Ever tried, ever fail. No matter, try again. Fail again, fail better." See you next time. Bye. Bye.